Welcome to the Leadership Wiley series on suburban small business. In today's episode, I talked to Leadership Wiley Class 20 participant, Chelsea Miller. Chelsea is a Senior VP of Commercial Lending at Texas Bank and Trust. Welcome to the show, Chelsea. Thanks, Stephen. I'm glad to be here, and thanks for being flexible with me. Absolutely. Yes, uh, backstory. Uh, we had a sick kid situation yesterday. How's everybody feeling today? It's always something, huh? Uh, yeah. It's, it's going good, just, you know, a cough. And so wanted to take her in to the doctor and just make sure that everything was okay. So, but she's, she's good, just not getting a lot of sleep, which, um, which it, means no one's getting fun. a lot of sleep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, the good thing about kids coughing is they cover their mouth and they don't cough on anything and anything like that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it it was funny because when we were at the doctor yesterday, I was teaching her that because it was packed in there. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Um, and so I'm teaching her to cover her mouth. And she's doing a pretty good job for almost three. So yeah, um, she's doing pretty good for it, actually. I was pretty impressed you know yeah my son my son's three as well and he kind of covers his mouth but it's more like blowing a kiss you know like he gets <laughs> his hand to his mouth but kind yeah. of like just funnels the cough towards your face a little better oh gosh <laughs> yeah That's yeah funny. so fun fun times with three and almost three-year-olds oh yeah so i like to kind of get started by getting to know kind of the core your core value that sort of thing so what makes chelsea chelsea well, let's see. I um, I was going to say I had a pretty fortunate childhood. Uh, grew up in Rowlett. We, my parents still live in Rowlett. Um, they've been married 40 years, so that's pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. um, it was crazy, though, because there was uh, six of us, so four oh, wow. kids, and my dad owned his own business, and my mom worked for a bank. Go figure. Here I am. Um, yeah. So, you know, just always something in the household, you know, with a lot of different siblings. Um, and so family is, all, you know, always important to me. Um, mm -hmm. I've got two girls. Um, one is 13 and um, the other one is going on three, which we were just talked about. Um, so definitely um, just, you know, uh, my family and then, um, yeah, I would say that's kind of um, a little bit of my background, but uh, awesome. yeah. Um, so what brought you to Wiley? So I, as I mentioned, I grew up in Rowlett and mm -hmm. I wanted to stay somewhat close to my family. So um, I had a daughter and I was looking for somewhere affordable and a safe place um, to raise her. And so was looking in, in Wiley, and at that time, I think, uh, gosh, it's been 12 years now that I've lived in Wiley. I couldn't believe that. I was like, wow. Um, the they, um, It was a crazy market at that time. I remember putting offers on several houses and kept getting outbid and finally found one, and it was um, perfect, you know, so um, just kind of started our roots there and um, we've been here ever since and we like it. There's, um, it's a great community. That's awesome. Do you, um, you, you mentioned wanting to live closer to family is, do you have, are, are the six around still in the area? So, yeah, actually, um, my, my brother, um, who's also a CPA, um, he Go moved to Wiley, which I was so excited about because I'm glad that he's close. And then my other brother, um, and, and his, uh, fiance and my niece now, um, they live in Murphy. So not too far, which is nice. Um, parents still live in Rella. And then my sister, they moved to Aubrey. So they're the furthest ones from us. And that's a way that's up a big north. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, we keep telling her she needs to, to move closer to us. So maybe yeah. eventually she will, but yeah, it's a, it's a haul. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had, um, at one point my siblings lived, I have two sisters. My parents lived in flower mound. We lived in like Carrollton area. And then, um, my older sister lived in North Dallas. And then my younger sister lived in downtown Dallas. Well, fast forward after COVID, we all decided to move. 
Uh, so we moved over to Wiley. My older sister and parents both moved to McKinney. And then my little sister moved to Portland, Oregon. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, yeah. She took it a, another step further. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Her her fiance oh. works for a, a hockey team up there and does marketing and stuff. So um, had to go where the opportunity was. And so they just said, okay, let's go. So now they live in Oregon. Yeah. Well, that's hopefully you get to go visit sometimes or i know it's we haven't yet sometimes. but we will eventually oh, okay. it's just with a one and there a three-year-old traveling that yeah, far that's what i said <laughs> um not i i want to do it but i also don't want to do it <laughs> you yeah. know just well, that uh hopefully eventually yeah. yeah we will eventually i think it's like once we can all sleep in big beds and we don't need cribs and <laughs> stuff anymore, I think that'll make all the things a that easier. you have to travel with. It's, yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny. Her name is Morgan. So my kids just think her name is Oregon because Morgan and Oregon <laughs> sound so close together. So in Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, kids are funny. Well, you know, my sister lives in Aubrey. I, we actually got married in Aubrey, so oh, I there mean, you we go. like it up there. But, you know, it was kind of cool to see it growing and stuff because when we got married, there was just basically a venue out there and a bunch of mm-hmm. farmland. But yeah, went out there now, and it's, it's crazy how much development is um, here in North Texas. I know. <laughs> it is crazy. So when you go up there, you yeah. do you go, you know, I I got married here. I was here first. Just, just so yeah. you know. <laughs> Right. Uh-huh. Well, actually, our daughter, the youngest one, her mm-hmm. name is Aubrey. So there you go. It it it's all we've come together. Full <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, so you've lived in Wiley. What made you want to join Leadership Wiley this year? So I have colleagues that are all involved in Leadership Re- Richardson. They've all a lot of them been through the program, and they've. Mm you know, spoken highly of it. They're like, you got to do it. And I have a couple that um, live in Wiley as well. Um, And so one of them mentioned, I want to eventually do leadership Wiley. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize they even had that. So um, I looked it up and the time had passed, you know, for registration. I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know, I wonder if I could just email and say, hey, if a spot opens up, let me know. If not, you know, I can always do it next year. So I just Mm -hmm. sent an email and said, Hey, I'd be interested if something opens up. And sure enough, um, I was the 20th spot. So uh, they gave me a call and said, Hey, hey, somebody had to drop out. And so what are you doing next Thursday? Worked out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's that's basically, um, I was like, okay, here we go. So, um, it, it worked out really, really nice. Um, so I was able to, to jump in and, and um, I have one of my colleagues going through leadership, Richardson. So we kind of, I, I um, brag about how much fun we have, but you know, I, he's like the other day, he was like, Oh, I got to do my homework. And I'm like, well, I don't get homework in my class. Do you want so homework? Anyway, we're just kind of, no, 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 no. So <laughs> um, it was, it was funny. We just kind of joke around about it, but um, I've been really enjoying it. So awesome. It's been nice. What's been one of your takeaways from from Leadership Wiley so far? Uh, So let's see. I'd say just I know we've done, you know, quite a bit and I'm looking forward to to what we've got um, in the future. But uh, one thing that I thought was so cool is uh, Dr. Davis shared about like just the the impact of one family can make on a a community and that Mm -hmm. through the Birmingham family, I thought that was really cool. Um, Mm -hmm. just to hear about that story and just one family, you know, can, can do so much. So I just thought that was, um, nice. And just the history of, of Wiley, I've been here for 12 years and I'm learning so much just in the short time that we've, we've only had, you know, a couple of classes, but, um, it's, it's, really eye-opening on you know what all we have here and it's it's like a family so it's it's really nice i like that yeah and uh i know i'm excited i didn't get to do the uh city day which is coming up and i 
I'm excited that that's okay. coming up because I didn't get to do it last year because I was on a cruise. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, your yeah. excuse. So, yeah, what so was I, your favorite at, out of all the ones from last year? Um, there's one called Simsock, and I can't really explain it. You just kind of have <laughs> okay. to do it. Um, uh-huh. that was really, really impactful. Um, Austin was cool. And I think part of that is cool just cause you get to have extra time hanging out with each other and getting to know each other. Um, so uh-huh. I think, uh, I think that was a really cool experience of just getting to hang out with my fellow, sh- fellow leadership Wiley participants and, uh, getting to know everybody and, um, just, you know, traveling down there together and learning more about people. And I think that would be, those two were, uh, stood out to me. Not that any of the other ones were not as good, but right, they're, yeah, they're fascinating well, as well, but those were two that stood out to me. Yeah. I'm excited about, um, the ones coming up. So mm-hmm. I've heard the, 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 um, police and fire one is going to be pretty cool too so yes so when we did ours last year it was raining so i don't think we got to experience the the full what they had planned so hopefully it's uh-huh. not raining this year it was still awesome okay but well, fingers crossed <laughs> but we had to go to plan b and i'm curious about plan a <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay well sounds good so transitioning over to uh, business and work for a little bit. Um, so you had mentioned your mom worked at a bank. Was that your inspiration for working at a bank or did that come? Absolutely not. Yeah. (laughs) I said, I will never work at a bank as we all do. Uh, yeah, I did. I said that. And here I am. I've actually been in the banking industry for 16 years, which is crazy to think, but uh, and I've done it all, teller, personal banker, you know, so kind of gone through all the the different, um, uh, you know, positions. So, but yes, um, no, that was not <laughs> something that I had in mind, but um, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed it. And, um, and I'm, I'm glad that I did. So I will say that it's, it's been a interesting journey, though. Um, to say the least. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's, so it's tell me, good. tell me more about that journey. So I worked at, um, different size banks and previously mm-hmm. before I came over to Texas bank and trust, um, I was at a, a bigger bank. I was at Wells Fargo for 10 mm-hmm. years. Oh, wow. And that journey, you know, was, um, it was, uh, hit the ground running, you know, very, uh, it was, it was stressful at times. Um, and when, you know, I was in a high sales, um, my last position was a high sales focused, uh, Mm. position. And so, you know, I was getting to a point where I I needed to kind of ground myself and then COVID happened, right? It's like, um, okay, so everything stopped and, yeah. and changed. Um, and so we were trying to work from home and then I had um, Aubrey, which mm-hmm. is my little one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so took some, you know, time off with her and went back to work and tried to make it work. And, and basically, um, they had a lot of different changes over the organization, mm-hmm. um, over the span of two years, but major changes, you know, right. I had like three different bosses and it, you know, over a year, maybe even four, I don't know, just kept getting, moved around and mm-hmm. uh, different departments, a new job. And, and so I, while I was on um, maternity leave, I got to see all my coworkers kind of dispersed at other, <laughs> other banks. And mm-hmm. so um, kept in touch and just kind of see who was all happy where they went. Yeah. Um, who went and, and who so, ended up happy. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and so um, a group of, of uh, people that I worked with 
before came over to Texas Bank and Trust. And so um, about five of them went to Flower Mound, actually, and then a um, couple others at different locations. And so they all seemed to be very happy. And they just said, you know, the process is here, it, you know, the process and everything is a lot less stressful and um, they actually do, you know, care about you as an employee and just, I was hearing all these great things. And mm -hmm. so it's like, Hey, you know, that might be um, somewhere I want to go. And I've worked at a community bank before, which is um, before Wells and things like that. But um, just everything that I was hearing, I was like, you know what? Uh, it's definitely time to make a change. I think out of like, 60 people in my division there was like five left and I was one of the five wow and um, so yeah that's incredible <laughs> it's hard leaving somewhere after 10 years you yeah know, it's, it's change is hard so yeah for sure but it was it was time and so yeah. I um and I talked to several other I had other managers that went to other banks too and had opportunities but this one just felt right and mm -hmm. um where I wanted to go in my career and, you know, who I wanted to work for. And, um, mm -hmm. as I mentioned, you know, family's important and they're, they're very, you know, passionate about that. And mm -hmm. they're, um, you know, one of their values is joy. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's really cool because I've yeah. been at a corporate bank and I'm like, you don't really see that, you know, anymore. So, yeah. um, did or my homework and it. then ended up here. Right, exactly. They can say it. Yeah. Oh, we're family oriented. We love joy, and it's one thing to say it, and it's another thing to actually like have people working there and feel that that is correct. Yes, that's right. And so, um, hearing others, you know, with their experience, that's kind of why I, um, I made that decision, and I'm I'm glad I did. I've been here for two years now, and um, really enjoying it. I actually, um kind of changed a little bit of my what I do and my position but um it's it's been it's been good so I haven't um you know I've I've really I've really enjoyed it so uh, here I am <laughs> haven't, haven't looked back at all no not at all <laughs> yeah I kind of came to a similar uh spot in my career I was in public accounting for 6 years at the same firm and I kind of got to the point where I like I really liked the people, but I no longer enjoyed the work and like, I couldn't just be around the people. <laughs> um, uh -huh. I had to do the work yeah. too. And it was just kind of like, okay, it's time. Like I'm sad to leave here, but it's time for a change. Yeah. Yeah. People who you work with make a, a big difference too. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that, I think my, that's why all I my friends left, enough. and I was like, "Oh, where'd all my friends go?" <laughs> well, yeah. So if, it, if there was only five people left out of sixty. Right. That's yeah. crazy. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I know Wells it got in crazy. trouble, and that's probably what uh, sparked a lot of that. Right. Change, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah, that was another big, a big thing for me. It's. Um, you know, you're, if I'm out in sales and I'm, you know, trying to, you know, talk about products and services and things like that, uh -huh. because I really enjoy helping business clients, but then I don't have, you know, a foundation that I can, right. even, you know, trust. And it's like really hard to, to have value there, you know? Mm -hmm. So For sure. anyway, it's, um, that was always an interesting conversation. <laughs> Uh, I can imagine. And what I didn't like to have. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I can see why for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you said your roles kind of changed to what you're doing now. So what are you doing now? Uh, what, what, if, if anybody's interested in working with you, what would that look like? So, so now I, um, I'm a commercial lender and I have um, my own portfolio. Um, as before, I basically was on just the sales side where I would bring the relationship to the bank and I would pass it off to um, a commercial lender or um, relationship manager. Hmm. Uh, so, so now I actually manage the relationships, which I, I really love because yeah, it's more fun. 
Oh, yeah. And not only that is I would build that rapport and that relationship on the front end. And it was almost like I didn't want to let go because, hey, I'm and then you have to sell somebody else and then they just don't do it the same. And that Uh was always so frustrating because I'm like, make sure you take good care, you know, and I'm like here. And there's been times where I've been burned, you know, but Uh um, so it's it's been really nice being able to take care of my clients and, um, and, and hold that relationship. Um, and it's just, it's, it's more, I think, rewarding to you, mm-hmm. um, whenever you, you know, um, have that and, and just in general. So, um, yeah, I, I have a, a, a book of business and, um, work with clients in um, commercial banking. So we do several different type of lending uh, previously, and I'll talk a little bit about this, but a lot of real estate um, mm-hmm. and then just established business, line of credit, things like that. So um, mm-hmm. mostly just on the business side, um, gotcha. but you know, we can, uh, we can do it all. So, um, and that's another good thing about working here is I don't pass it off to all these different departments. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, we manage it here and it's just, it's really nice to, to have, um, to be able to do that. So, and, and not have to refer them to an 800 number or something. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So having done both sides of like kind of the sales and then the more client management side, uh, is there anything you took for or you learned in the sales side that has uh, enhanced your ability to have a client relationship? Yeah, I mean, so before the sales side, I was also on the onboarding side. Mm-hmm. So that I think I've learned the most from as far as yeah. the relationship side and um financial reporting and things like that but i would say just in general um just i guess you know getting out there i mean things have changed right and so um when i first started i was hitting the ground running and i was so busy i didn't really have to cold call or, you know, Mm -hmm. um, get out there and in the, you know, in the market anymore. I, I basically was, you know, had a, um, had some, you know, customers that, um, are not customers, but just in general, just had some, um, already, uh, people that were contacting me. So Mm -hmm. it was a lot easier now, you know, we've, slowed down. Um, there's been a lot of changes I'm sure you've seen and yep. just, um, so, and what we're doing and looking at right now. So I'm having to kind of use that sales hat again and get out there, um, and, and find, um, kind of what we're looking, we're more focused on now. So it's yep. been interesting. Where have you been going to, to find the people? Um, so here, so we're, we're located in Richardson. So mm-hmm. there's tons of businesses over here in Plano and Wiley. Um, so just falling and, um, and going, um, going there and doing, we have a few campaigns that we're running and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, and just referrals is another good thing, um, mm-hmm. that I found is, asking my customers, you know, Hey, um, who's, who, who's your, you know, who are you working with and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So that's also pretty has been helpful too, but yeah, I mean, hitting the, you know, hitting the streets again. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I think that's something I forget about is, um, there's sowing seeds, but then there's also like the farming of like, yeah, you can go like try and meet new people and everything like that. But like also talking to your existing clients and saying, Hey, if you know anybody who's looking for the same services that I, I provide, uh, would love to talk to them. And like, I find that they're like, Oh, I didn't even think about that. Like here's oh, X, yeah. Y, and Z. And you're like, Oh, uh-huh. all I had to do was ask like, that's, ah, I should be asking more often. 
yeah, or even asking like, hey, who's your competitors? Because a lot of times they're, you know, just as successful. And if you've mm-hmm. already had experience with that type of business, then right. that just makes you so much more valuable. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and asking that too doesn't ever hurt. I mean, if you have that relationship where you can ask, it's it's not, um, you know, it's always good to to do that. So, yeah, it's... Um, North Texas is is pretty big, so. Yes, for sure. (laughs) I've also found that you say competitors, but I've also found that in a lot of businesses, there's kind of a uh, rising tides lifts all boats situations where like, oh, this customer's not right, but go to these people, they'll be able to take care of you. So there's Uh a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot more friendship in the business community than I think I would, I think I thought there was prior to being engrossed in it. Is there a lot of people are working together, seeing how they can help each other, you know, even people like, yes, I'm an accountant, but I don't do taxes. So there's a lot of people, a lot of accountants that do do taxes. And so like Mm -hmm. I network with accountants a lot and talk to people who do taxes because they're good partners for me to, you know, be able to give them work. But also I want to make sure my clients are in good hands. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm. I'm happy to report that there's more people working together than I had originally thought. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is it's nice, huh? <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like your job's pretty pretty positive. Um, and maybe maybe you've kind of already hinted at it in terms of things have slowed down, but are there any unexpected challenges you've faced lately? Well, um, you know, I've been I've been banking and I would say, you know, just one thing that um you know we've been getting a lot of questions about is uh, the recent bank failures and so a mm-hmm. uh, little history here um in from 2008 to 2019 there was 532 bank failures and so from 2020 to now there's been six mm-hmm. um and and there's um so just a lot of questions around that because we're, you know, we haven't had in my recent, you know, um, I guess just recently, but in my banking history, I I didn't really go through that because I was a teller at that time. But um, yeah, it's it's been interesting, but we have some products that will help, you know, if they, if you have, you know, more than 250,000, because we are FDIC insured, we have ways of of making sure your funds are secure, um, mm-hmm. like ICS and Cedar. So there's other products that we can, um, you know, help with. Um, so that's been a topic. And then obviously the, the biggest topic is the rate change. Yes. Um, you know, prime now is more than double of what it was two years ago. So, yeah. You know that's that's been um, the biggest concern. So real estate, um, we've we've done um, investment real estate, we've done development real estate. So that's kind of all on pause right now because you know it's it's just the unknown, right? And um, just with everything going on, and so we've just kind of put a pause on it. Not saying we'll probably eventually be doing it, but that's. That's mm-hmm. a lot of what I did when I first started here. Mm-hmm. And so one thing we have to consider is, you know, with rates being double, um, it it just it causes a big problem that we're going to see in the, the near future with um, people not being able to hit their debt service coverage and, mm-hmm. and be able to pay their loans. So so typically we look at a, a minimum of, of of 1.25 debt service coverage. And so when you think about that, um, when the, the pro, you know, when the rate was 4%, now it's eight and a half. Um, so they've got, and when that matures, that payment is more than double and they're not even barely hitting their, you know, they're busting. Right. And yeah. so you're going to see a lot of that in the, the banks that are, you know, really um dominant in in real estate i guess um so 
yeah. And so my and mom a lot of people took out the bank. A lot of people took out a lot of loans when um money was quote unquote cheap, meaning interest rates were really low. So yeah, it will be oh, interesting yeah. when they have to refinance on like a balloon payment or something like that into these larger interest rate. Yeah, I did, I hadn't thought about the impacts of that when that when that when that day comes. Oh yeah. So so my mom, she now works for the FDIC, so you can imagine she's been really busy. <laughs> uh, yeah. But um but yeah, so there's there's other um in in Texas DFW we're we're okay but um like other parts of the country like Chicago, New York, they're high they're they're going to have a lot of um issues whenever a lot of those mm-hmm. uh loans come up for maturity because they're they're not going to be able to um renew them and mm-hmm. and then what happens, you know. Yep. So it's coming. Um and that's yeah. what we keep hearing is it it really hasn't hit yet. So um, we've seen some banks failing, but we're we're going to see probably a lot more mm-hmm. um, that are really high in the real estate world um, that are yeah. going to be struggling for sure. Yeah, it was interesting. I was talking to somebody whose dad is in, very involved in the banking world, and he's kind of said that Silicon Valley was always uh, playing on the edge. They were taking a lot of risks mm-hmm. and it wasn't that surprising that they went under. I think part of the reason you're getting a lot of questions, even though there's only been six bank closures, um, is the bank that closed is connected was connected in some way, shape, or form to a lot of tech companies. And a lot of tech companies mm-hmm. uh, freak out online. <laughs> Uh, they use social media <laughs> yeah. a lot, and so yeah, I, I think, didn't think about that. But yeah, so I think I think the press got that a lot more because the their main target audience are tech companies, and tech companies are tech forward, so they're using social media platforms, and so the news people are getting their information a lot more quicker, and it um, and so that's my theory as to why that why you're getting more questions despite only six banks going down. Versus the what was it five hundred something in the decade right. plus before that, well, and not only that is the size of those banks were mm-hmm. pretty sizable. So yeah, um, I'm sure it it and we just haven't had that in a long time. And then mm-hmm. bam, you know, so yeah, um, it, it raises a lot of concerns. Which it's good to it know that should. FDIC worked though. And for those that aren't familiar, FDIC is the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. And essentially, they insure uh, your bank balance up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yep. So, um, if you have yeah. more than that, it's not insured, and that's where you can go get uh, an ICS or insured cash sweep, uh, which basically takes your money and uh, put, spreads it across a bunch of different banks, so you can get that insurance. I was actually having that conversation with a real estate investor this morning uh, about oh, okay, protecting well, cool. his money. So. So yeah. 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 It's, it's a great like, um, oh, I know these. product. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's definitely um something to consider. So mm-hmm. uh, if you have more than two hundred and fifty thousand, then ask your banker about it. Uh um, yes. and see what what are ways that you can make sure that you're insured. Yes. And you can sure. have it at one institution so you don't have to yep. do that all that work yourself. <laughs> yes. Yes. A lot of banks offer that. Uh Mm-hmm. sometimes it's called a sweep account sometimes it's called ics insured cash sweep um so just has different names but it all does the same thing so but protect yourself yeah with your liquid yeah. cash so <laughs> so what are you focused on right now so right now um just my customers taking good care of my customers and and making sure you know uh, my portfolio is everything's um up to date and financial information is 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 in and um just staying on top and making sure that you know every that um just in general um that everything's going good but i'd say for for new new opportunities um like i said we're on a pause right now for any investor real estate or development loans things like that um but as far as new business, um, like commercial and industrial, um, established businesses, if they have um, 
a building that they own, so owner-occupied, um, that they need a refinance or um, they're looking at buying space for their for their business. Um, also, um, just lines of credit mm-hmm. um, and um, treasury. So if they, they need different type of um, accounting services like ACH and things like that, mm-hmm. um, just that's kind of what I've been focusing on and um, just really working with uh, businesses in our community. So um, cause I like working with people that, you know, are close and yeah, I can, sure. um, help them and, and any way they need. I, I really enjoy, um, having to kind of think outside the box sometimes, which has yeah. been, um, interesting lately cause we've had to do that quite often, but, yep. um, yeah, that's kind of what I've been focused on right now. Awesome. Um, so let's, uh, let's get to know, we'll, we'll leave the banking world a little bit for a little while, uh, and get to know you a little bit better. So what is something about you that people are surprised to find out? Uh, let's see. Well, I like going on the lake and I can, I can surf behind a boat. I've never surfed in the ocean, which is something I want to do eventually, but I, I can surf behind a boat. <laughs> and That's interesting. I, it's fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we like doing that in the summer. When when are you when are you gonna make it out to to the to the waves of the ocean? You know, I don't know. I'm kind of scared of like I've always kind of been scared of surfing in the ocean. But so last summer I was so bummed or this past summer I guess I booked a surfing lesson in Waco they have this where Do they you have the like, wave they have the actual wave yes and I was so excited about it and I hurt my back really bad and oh, I no. could not surf yeah and so um I actually play well we took this season off but me and my husband we joined a um the Wiley Adult Sand Volleyball League. Awesome. And so we've been, we were playing with that and I hurt my back. I, I guess I just, I don't even know what I did, but that's what happened. And so, um, yeah, I was, I was kind of bed rest for a while until I got better and it just so happened to fall during that time. And so Ava, my older one got my spot and she popped right up. I'm like, lucky (laughs) so she did really well but um next year i'll try it for sure there you go um so did you play did you play volleyball prior to the uh sand volleyball league no um i i in school i wish i would have played but i never tried out but i was always you know bumping the volleyball or i actually did competitive cheer Mm. um growing up and so I was bumping the volleyball and I always wanted to and I never I never did um so I'm not sure how I even got involved in it I guess I just kept seeing it I'm like you know we need to do something that's like active and yeah fun and so we kind of signed up but then also you know my my older one she she did competitive cheer too, but then she got in the volleyball world and she loved it. And I love watching. I like, I learned a lot about it just mm-hmm. kind of by watching. And then I ended up coaching her, her team <laughs> um, because they did not have a coach and they're like, we need a volunteer coach. I'm like, ah, so I called one of my friends. I'm like, can you please do this with me? There you go. Uh, Cause it was not my intention. And then just learn stuff from there. I mean, I'm, I ask a lot of questions to coaches that I do know and, um, and just watch, you know, my daughter play and how they've coached and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself an expert or anything, but it's fun. And that's all that really matters. So, yeah. What have you enjoyed about the coaching experience? Uh, man, I will say that it was, it was so fun watching the girls, you know, when they would, 
we would work at practice at something and they would implement it in a game. And then we were like, man, we did that. You know, that was mm-hmm. really exciting. Um, it was really hard. It started getting really hard <laughs> coaching my own daughter. Uh, I can imagine. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I, I've got to give this up. And so, and she really liked it. So I'm like, okay. I, and plus I can only coach them so far. Right. I, right. I don't know enough. And, so I felt like I was doing a disservice to my daughter and the girls because I'm like, if y'all want to continue playing, they're at that age where they really, you know, need to learn. Need to get uh, real fundamentals and strategy. Right. And, and so you know. I just said, okay, we're going to pass this along. And so that was, I was, I retired. You're You're retired. <laughs> I retired. I said, you know what? I might come out of retirement for my other one when she yeah. eventually gets there. And then I can maybe like seven, eight to like 10, 11. And then it gets mm-hmm. a little, they start getting. It's real competitive know. real fast. Well, and just the girls, they're, they're fun. They're fun. But especially mine, it was hard. It's hard. Yeah. You get the attitude sometimes and yeah. when they start getting teens, the teens. Oh yeah. I just, so. I just remember how much I just like was angry just all the time. Just. Oh yeah. Just Irritable. For no reason. <laughs> just. Yep. Yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're, you're in retirement for now, but could come out uh, of retirement could come, in, yep. yeah, in five to six years. Maybe. <laughs> We'll see. Um, so what's something you're passionate about? Uh, let's see. I am just, I would say, um, I'm passionate about my family and um, passionate about my faith. Um, just what I believe in. So mm-hmm. um, if I feel like it's it's right or wrong, you know, then... I kind of, um, according to my disc, I'm pretty, uh, I don't know, <laughs> uh, headstrong or I don't know the assertive. word, but anyways, assertive. <laughs> so you'll know if I'm passionate about it. Gotcha. Um, but you know, just, just one thing, you know, what's right and what's wrong. And, and, mm-hmm. um, so I'd say just that in general. Awesome. So one of the things I like to do is get a question from the previous guest. Uh, they don't know who they're asking, but um, they have asked this question. What's your favorite place to eat in Wiley? Uh, gosh, let's see. I love Frankie's. I think everybody loves Frankie's. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. So... I guess it just depends on my mood, but, um, yeah, I would say Frankie's Frankie's is a good place. Fair enough. I was glad that when they put one in downtown. Yeah. Wiley. When you say it depends on your mood, is there, is there a specific, like, uh, I don't know, like a guilty pleasure place or like, uh, oh, I'm feeling down. Well, so you I can need always to find this. me in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. I okay. Mean, that is. You know, you can always find me there. But if we were to go somewhere like special or something, we tried Creekside. We really liked it. it yeah, was, it was good. Yeah. Um, I I keep thinking like we go to Osaka, but that's technically sexy. Sorry. It's um, okay. It's so it's within the vicinity. <laughs> okay. Um, to think here. I, I'm going to think of it later and I'm going to go, man, why did I say, but yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Well, um, while, while you're in the Chick-fil-A drive through um, my wife and kids during the day, at least are in the, in the, in Chick-fil-A playing on the playground oh, yeah. um, at the <laughs> one in Murphy typically because it's closer to our oh, house. Oh, awesome. Um, but yeah, a lot of Chick-fil-A at our house, um, whether it be yeah. at actual Chick-fil-A or just uh, my kids basically drinking the sauce uh, that we buy from the store. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what if you ask Aubrey what she wants, she'll say Chick Fil A now. <laughs> like, oh yeah. man, what have I, what have I done? <laughs> yeah. So that's her request is Chick Fil A. Yep, that makes sense. 
Um, so I'd mm-hmm. like to turn the tables and give you an opportunity to ask me a question. What you got? Uh, so what changes do you see coming down the pipeline that will affect consumers and businesses? Ooh, that is a deep one. Yeah. Mm, Got to think about this one for a sec. So I think the biggest thing right now is um, in the circles I run in is AI and the impact that it will have with these large language learning models. Um, And I don't think some people... There's all sorts of different opinions about AI and what it'll do. Some people think it'll replace all need for work at all. I don't think that'll happen. I think we will get to a point where AI enhances a lot of what we do and will take care of a lot of the administrative stuff automatically. Um, So I think if I were to pinpoint something, it would be that AI will enhance our roles. Um, it will change them a lot, uh, but it. I don't. I think there will still be jobs. Uh, I think we'll still have a. Um, it. It's kind of the one I like to compare it to is because I'm in the accounting world. They were like when spreadsheets were invented, like in the computer people thought, well, there goes the accounting industry. And it's that's not true. It just made things right. more we efficient. Just use them. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it changed the roles. There weren't roles just ty- writing things out on paper anymore. Some of those jobs went away and made it easier. But it also created a bunch of roles in that like, okay, now, now who can make the best graphs to make it look right? And who can <laughs> analyze this data the best? And like, so it like, it created jobs. Do they look different? Do accounting jobs look different than they did 50 years ago because of advances in technology? Absolutely. Um, but there's still jobs. There's still people working in those industries. So I think that's probably the biggest thing is that um, the people who are going to succeed are the people who are willing to learn. And I think this is always the case. People willing to learn and adapt to what's happening rather than saying, well, this is how we've always done it. Um, Cause I don't know that that will always be uh, available um, or that not available, but I don't think that'll always be a winning strategy of to just continue as the status quo. So I think that, and then yeah. the other thing I think um, is um, I think there will be an opportunity to have, businesses where you do stuff in person um i think covid people went inside and were there for a long time and were um stuck in their houses and shopped online and there's a lot of you know shop like you can order anything online now and i think that's only going in one direction more people are going to order online and spend less time in stores but i think there will be opportunities to have experience related businesses where you are able to hang out in person and do cool things together. So that's another thing I think will happen eventually hmm, or more of. That sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. At yeah, least that's so in my head. I, yeah. No, I definitely can see the, the AI impact. It's, it's uh, definitely, I mean, even in banking, you know, yeah. it's, um, it's crazy what we have at our fingertips, you know, right. for sure. <laughs> Just the, I, I mean, it, the amount of anything, any kind of history, anything that, you know, before you'd have to go find it in a textbook. Mm-hmm. Now you can just literally Google anything in three seconds and figure out the answer to it. Yeah. I love I'm, it. I'll tell you that, but <laughs> yeah, I'm really interested uh, to see how it scary, impacts <laughs> education. You know, I know. Yeah. I know. I was seeing um, where people are using them to write papers and mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I had that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it's like, uh, but then there's going to but, be, and I think there already is like businesses spun off about like being able to detect AI and like, how do yeah. we, how do we figure out what's real and what's not? So I think there's all sorts of implications of AI and where that all is going. And it's just moving so rapidly. I think 
I think the best bet is just to be able to uh, learn and um, not even keeping up on the cutting edge, but not being left behind in terms of technology and understanding what's going on around you. Yeah. What about you? That's what do you true. think? What do you think's in the future? Oh gosh. Um, I, you know, I'm hoping what you said about where we can <clears throat> get more together. I, I hope that that's, that's going to be in our future because I mm -hmm. feel like we've been just going more further apart. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do feel like, you know, like you've mentioned with COVID, everybody was home and it was like right whenever everybody go out, I was like, where do we go? <laughs> because mm -hmm. we need that. We need to be in person and, and meeting with people and face to face. It's just, it's um, part of being human. So mm -hmm. um, I, I hope that that's the case. Um, and you know, I, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, well, you asked I mean, it. <laughs> I, I know, but I didn't, I didn't think that I would <laughs> answer it back. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of, uh, I think just, you know, we've got all these different apps that you can use and, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's crazy. I was even just, going to pay a bill, you know, you got to download an app now and you're mm -hmm. like, man, <laughs> how come I can't, you know, I'm like, how yeah. so maybe something a little more efficient would be nice, uh, mm -hmm. streamlined or uh, I don't know. But yeah. That's, again, hopeful. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hopeful. I, I'm, I'm an optimist. So I feel like, uh, yeah, you know, I think, you know, it probably won't be all kumbaya by any means, but I think in general, we'll, uh, the, uh, one of the things that I think about is there's, have you ever heard of the blue zones? No. So the blue zones are these areas, these pockets in the world where they have higher concentrations of centenarians or people living over a hundred years old. Um, so oh. there's like some in Japan, there's some in Greece, there's a, uh, an Adventist uh, compound in California, but scientists like to study these places to try and understand why these people are living so long. Um, what are they doing? What's their diet? What's their exercise? All that stuff. But one of the things that's come out, and I think there's a documentary that came out recently on Netflix or something about it. I don't know. But one of the things that came out that they're starting to think is that um, part of the, one of the, things that's uh different about the blue zones as compared to other places is their uh their importance of community and basically being together and hanging out and helping your neighbors and stuff like that and it's like mm -hmm. like we do a, a lot of what we do is the opposite of that is like you know let's build fences and let's stay in our house and not talk to anybody and it's like uh. so that's kind of my optimism around i think there'll be event you know, things you can go do with other people. I think uh, some of that is like, I think that research will get stronger and people will be like, oh, well, this is good for me to go be with other people rather than just sitting on the couch vegging or even like meeting up yeah. in VR or whatever. So, so yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's, that sounds good. <laughs> well, hopefully we can make it happen. Or our kids. <laughs> yes. That's the, the plan, right? Yes. So speaking of kids, you've mentioned you uh you have kids 10 years apart so what's yeah. that been like what was i thinking <laughs> just kidding um it's it's definitely challenging um i you know did not having a teenager and a toddler at the same time is is um i will say the teenager keeps me up at night more than the toddler though <laughs> yeah um, i can see that but... i can see that yeah, it just, it's hard. I didn't remember the teenage years. I remember it being hard, but just some of the things now that they have to face is, is totally different. And I'm, I was not prepared for it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it's interesting, but you know, I love it. And, and I love 
like the age that my little one's at right now, her personality is just so fun. And mm-hmm. like just the Christmas stuff, her seeing the Christmas tree and all that. I mean, oh, yeah, just, it's I a love, big Christmas year at our house. I love house. that. And, she, and this year, yeah, mine too. I was like, I got to put up everything. I actually mm-hmm. went and bought a 20 foot inflatable snowman for our front yard because awesome. I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to love it. So um, I had to do it. But yeah. Mm, um, we took her to see Santa, uh, well, both the girls this past weekend, and um, she got up in his lap. I was surprised. Wow. I was like, oh, gosh, she's going to cry. But she did, and she, she said she's obsessed with Elsa right now. So Okay, yeah. She said she wanted Elsa for Christmas. Yeah, so. there we go. Yeah, that's Santa funny. The, <laughs> the, Santa, the Santa thing, we're, we're doing that, I think, this weekend. Um, and uh, my kids went with their cousins to the great wolf lodge last week. Um, and uh-huh. I didn't go cause I worked, but I, um, when they came home, my son kept telling me about, Oh, this Sally squirrel or something like that. I, I don't remember the exact name. It was something squirrel. Um, I was like, Oh, okay. Well, that must've been something at the great wolf lodge. And I was, uh, talking to Kimberly and my wife about it. And I was like, did y'all see like a mascot squirrel or something? And she goes, Yeah. And I was like, yeah, Charlie kept telling me how awesome it was. And she like scoffed and was like, are you kidding me? And she showed me the pictures and uh, everybody <laughs> else is in the picture, but Charlie's not because <laughs> he was scared. Well, he liked to tell you about it. <laughs> Charlie is the king of loving things after they happen. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. And it makes it really That's difficult awesome. to be like, are you enjoying this? You're probably going to talk yeah. about this later, but I'm not really sure because you keep telling me how scared you are. But then later on, you're going to be like, yeah. oh, my gosh, it was so awesome. So uh-huh. that's, that's so funny. Keep, keeps us on our toes for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny, I imagine yeah. that'll be our Santa experience is he'll talk about Santa yeah. a lot, mm-hmm. but it'll be freaked out whenever it comes time to actually uh-huh. take a picture with him. So we'll see how that's that goes. Funny. Well, hopefully, hopefully not. We'll see. Yeah. I'm rooting for him. So what <laughs> have you done anything differently uh with the with the three year old than you did with the thirteen year old? Um I'd say I have a little more patience. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of, hey, they'll be okay. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> just not catered to and she hasn't really I mean she has thrown some fits but not I don't know that we're there yet she Mm -hmm. she did throw a pretty bad one not too long ago and I was like oh my gosh um but you know I just kind of let her cry it out and before I'd go okay what can I do or try to fix Mm -hmm. it and I'm just like you know what she's gonna be fine (laughs) yeah so just the just having the patience and um not I'm I will say I'm I'm not so in a and not that I was really in a rush with with Ava but just I I don't I'm okay with her still being in a crib and I'm like <laughs> just the I don't want to rush it because we're yeah. I we're done having kids and so yeah. I just want to to enjoy the moments and yeah. and not I don't want her to grow up right. <laughs> you know yeah. so um every every milestone I'm excited for, but then I'm like, Oh no, you know, yeah. so just, just, um, just those type of things. Fair you enough. Know. We're going through potty training and I'm, that's, uh, fun. I feel like a- Ava was easier for some reason. She just kind of jumped right into everything. She walked early. She talked early. She, uh-huh. you know, with everything and this, she's a little, she's taking her time, but it's okay. She knows she's the baby. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but. our Charlie's taking a little while to get potty trained. We're hoping Lily will be easier because she's been watching Charlie go through it. But we'll see. Oh yeah, we're, probably. We're, when we we'll, have our fingers we'll crossed, we'll, hoping. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's been. Um, she'll go like at school. I get little reports. And I'm like, how are y'all getting her to go to the bathroom? Yeah, you're like, like, are you well, lying? She see. Yeah, that's what I think, and I'm like. Okay, but no, they said no. They just she watches others, and they kind of have more of a schedule. You know, when uh-huh. we get home, we're I'm running one to practice, trying to cook dinner, and do all mm-hmm. the things, and it's just it's kind of crazy. And it we don't have a schedule; it's different every day. You know, yeah, you know what we got going on, but 
yeah, so um, yeah, we'll see. Stay tuned for that one. <laughs> yeah. What, what would be your advice to someone trying to balance a toddler and a teenager? Oh, brace yourself. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I've got two girls and girls are hard. <laughs> um, it's, there's always something like drama mm -hmm. or something going on. And I just try not to, to get involved with any of that or, you know, just try to give her my two cents and mm -hmm. how I would handle things. Um, and, you know, some days she impresses me because I will say, well, this is how I'd handle that. And I'm a little more, I just cut them off or whatever. And she's like, and then she'll give me back a, you know, a really nice response. I'm like, man, I, I, she's, it's resonating somewhere, you know? Yeah. Um, so that makes me feel good. Um, but, you know, I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, sometimes I, I'm still learning every day something. Yeah. Um, but I would just say brace yourself and it, I mean, uh, and just, there's always something that needs to be done. Yes. And I always create projects around my house too. My husband's like, man, mm -hmm. you're creating another <laughs> So, um, yeah, just one thing at a time. Yeah. So, we'll a lot see. of emotions. Yeah. A lot of emotions. Yes. Very much. So what, but they are learning here and there because yes. I I hear it sometimes and I, even sometimes she's teaching me and I'm like, okay, there you go. you're right. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Well, as we start wrapping up, what's, uh, what's something you've been reading, watching, or listening to lately? Uh, let's see. So I watched Suits, which I really liked. I love that. I know it's an older, it's on Netflix. Is that the Meghan Markle one? Um, yes, yes. Have you seen it? Uh, I think I watched the first season, and then uh, I yeah. didn't watch after that. Uh, well, it's really good. And I just found out there's another season that's not on Netflix. I'm like, what? Ooh, so I'm gonna go. I'm going to go watch the last season, even though it was a little bit ago that I watched all of them. Um, but I used to read and I haven't had a chance to read and I've been um, wanting to, to kind of start reading again. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do an audio book. I haven't done one of those. So mm -hmm. I did the silent patient Okay. and I loved it. It yeah. was really good. So put that on your list. Okay. And then I think my wife's read I that. am. Oh yeah. I liked it. Um, Atomic Habits uh -huh. I'm going through right now, okay. which is pretty good to start the new year listening yeah. to. Um, yeah, for sure. Interesting story. And mm -hmm. it's kind of, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of boring, I guess, in a way, but it's like a self, you know, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Yeah. Anyways, self, self-development. I, I think, self-development. I think, uh, one thing because I'm a big nonfiction reader, or I, I, I really read both fiction and nonfiction. But one of my tips for people who are wanting to read more nonfiction is to it's have different expectations for how you read it uh, versus like a fiction book. Like it's probably not going to be as entertaining as the fiction book you're reading because that's the point of the fiction book, right? And the nonfiction right. is so, um, not as entertaining. And I also find it better if you listen to it in smaller chunks um, rather than mm -hmm. like trying to take in like an entire book at the same time. I've, I've found that helpful for myself. Yeah. So I, I started that and I'm getting through it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's some chapters that I'm like, oh, this is really good. And I need yeah. to, I need to, uh, you know. Um, so that's kind of what I've been going through. And there's also another book that I'm about to start and it's, what is it called? It's actual textbook because I was like, I need something physical in my hands, you know, oh, because yeah? I, I did, those are like, you know, so I forgot what it's called, but it's at home and it's sitting on my, um, nightstand because I'm like, oh, okay. I, I just literally got it. Um, but it's kind of like a self-help book too, but it's, it's, um, describe it. We're going to play a game and see if I can guess what it is. Okay. 
All right. It's it helps or it's it's um gosh. It's like a Christian book, but it okay. also helps you be grateful every day or gosh, hold on, let me think. Anyways, I saw it and I was like, Oh, this is good. It had really good reviews and so it's um something that I could read every day, every morning. It's oh, okay, like a devotional. Yeah, like a devotional. Yeah. Okay, there you go. cool. But I can't remember what it's called. But it anyways, I'll get back it's to you on that. It's one of those. Yeah. And yeah. And I said, I need to start doing that because you know, there's some days that I just need to to you know do set something my mind for yourself for the morning, for the day. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So. Well, awesome. The final question I have for you is a real softball. If, uh, if something resonated with people today or they're, they're interested in, uh, potentially a, uh, nice line of credit, uh, where can people get in contact <laughs> with you? Uh, they can call me. So, or text, um, whatever is easiest at 214-298-5614. Or they can email me at, um, C as in Chelsea Miller at Texas bank and trust.com. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us on the show today. And, uh, I hope that we all get together in community. Like I predicted earlier in the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to our next, um, for our next, uh, leadership class and hopefully yes. we can add to it too and do maybe something else. So, yes, um, absolutely. but yeah, thanks Stephen. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Chelsea.